Welcome back to House of Bravo for an extra special Valentine's Day bonus episode. That's right. Today we're going to be breaking down the astrological compatibility of four Bravo celebrity couples, Simon and Alex, Gerdy and Russell, Candy and Todd, and Lindsay and Carl from Summer House, just to mix things up a bit. Yes, we have like an OG couple, a new new G couple, I guess, a Summer House <laughs> couple, and a couple no longer even in the series. Like, talk about a diverse mix. But for those of you who are new here, I am Tasha, an intuitive astrologer, also known as the agent of Pluto. And I'm Emma, a human design reader and astrocartographer. Before we jump in, we just want to give some background for anyone who's new to compatibility from an astrological standpoint. We're going to be talking about three different types of astrological charts today. A natal chart, which most of you are probably all familiar with. Uh, Then we also have synastry charts and composite charts. So synastry charts takes the two individuals' natal charts and looks at them in relation to each other. And a composite chart is a whole new chart that is basically a chart of your relationship. Okay, so now that we're all on the same page, let's dive in. Um, let's see. You want to actually start with Silex, Emma? <laughs> yeah, I, I had to think about that. I was like, who, who's that? <laughs> Some cyborg? Silex. Something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're such a unit. I couldn't help, you know, it, and I think that's like something that was in the press for a bit, like how the return of Silex or something. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine if he pops up like, uh, Jill's boyfriend style or husband. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) but just never goes away. (laughs) But just never goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been living like, oh, first of all, they're living like such totally different lives. And I also feel like I I just wanted to start with them because Alex is just coming back from girls trip. Like, I think yesterday she's flying. She's like in the middle of flying home as we're speaking right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like so excited for her to come back. I mean, Honestly, like, I don't know if you were into astrology or if you were analyzing them when you first watched them, um, like, way back when on Roni, but I definitely didn't. I was just, like, a casual watcher, and then now, obviously, you know, doing the prep for this episode, I'm like, oh, my God. It's, like, just such a fascinating, like, mix, the two of them, really. Yeah, it all makes sense. Um, I also love that she went back to Morocco. Um Oh my God. Yes. Yes. How epic. She must have some astrocartography line running through Morocco. Like I would bet my life on it. Definitely. <laughs> sure. Definitely. Um, but back to Simon and Alex. Well, obviously, you know, your thoughts, like, were you a stan of this couple? Like, did you like them when they were on the show? Like your initial vibe, basically, when you started watching them. Yes. Okay. If anyone doesn't know, we're talking about Alex McCord and Simon Van Kempen from like original Real Housewives of New York back in the day. Um, Back in the day. Did I like them? What a fascinating question, because I feel like just like them, my answer has to be multifaceted. Um, (laughs) I actually found them as people to be quite annoying. Um, Mm -hmm. But what they brought to the show and more so like how they rubbed other people the wrong way and the reactions that that would cause and the interesting drama that would arise from that friction of just these very different personalities is Mm -hmm. really why I love the housewives. Like it's that type of drama that I'm looking for, not someone, you know, like finding out digging up something on someone's past and making it a thing like I want to see personalities clash Mm -hmm. um, and they just brought so much of that energy and we're just so different I mean as we've kind of already said like they're a unit he was very much involved um kind of like pre-Peter Thomas like getting like the man getting involved in women's business Mm -hmm. Um, the OG yeah 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 so those are those are my my broad thoughts on them how about you yeah, you know, I, I found them, I just couldn't stop watching them, right? They were totally, they were so different than everyone else on the cast. Um, And it was just so wonderfully tacky, I think, the way <laughs> that they were trying to social climb. And it's so funny because in hindsight, now that knowing, you know, that Alex has her Venus in Scorpio, 
and that rules her Mercury and Libra, it does almost make me wonder about the way they went about it. Like, okay, we are almost like playing a role. We're investigating New York society and we're like looking to climate and like this is our experience. And I don't know. It just, to me, there was obviously a lot of facade. Like we can all remember the Brooklyn brownstone and like the home renovation and how like only the living room was done and um just for that party and that was so funny to me but it it did not surprise me let's put it that way that uh Simon has a lot of Piscean energy in his chart like a metric f ton of it like sun in Pisces moon in Pisces Mercury in Pisces and Mars in Pisces I believe yeah he's like so many personal planets in Pisces it's wild yeah, no, definitely. And well, it's interesting because when we look at their composite chart, so again, that's like when we're taking their two individual planet placements and finding the midpoint between them, which kind of just gives a flavor of that couple's energy together and the relationship's energy. So mm-hmm. their shared Venus is in Aquarius, which is like when we think of Alex and Simon, like we think kooky, odd, eccentric, Um you just used an adjective a few seconds ago to describe them. That was what set me on this track. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just like these these Aquarian words, like they're just so them. Um, mm-hmm. and like you said, the decorating of the house, where it's like they all that energy went into the one room that people were going <laughs> to be in, and they were doing things their way. It was a little different. Um, so, so like, I just loved that their values again like that's a Venus thing like their values what they wanted like you were talking about the climbing of the social ladder like they were shameless about it they didn't care like opening up the newspaper and him proudly presenting to her that she was on page six like famous people don't want to be caught dead on page six it's like mm-hmm. um, so yeah that was just like uh, so amazing it's It is very fascinating, right? Because Alex has her son in Libra, Mercury in Libra, and Venus in Scorpio. So, like, both of those are really, you know, ruled by that Venus in Scorpio. And so there is this, like, you think about power, you think about social standing, you think about all of that kind of wrapped in to those placements. Um, And, you know, you think with that Piscean energy on Simon's side, you know, with Pisces, you can kind of feel like you play a role in your life. Like, there is sort of this, like fairy tale living also his venus in taurus um really really likes the parties really likes to be with people really just i mean it also makes sense that he like ran that hot that hotel um while they were here like oh my gosh yeah that pisces taurus combo that's so hospitality industry honestly Mm, i forgot about the hotel it's so funny like the most random things from them but I love that as you said like they just brought such personality to the show um what actually also this is the one thing I thought was like really really fascinating also because they have opposing Venus and Mars in Taurus in Taurus you remember how like they would always just like have intense PDA sessions and it would just like I could never get, I was always like, oh, this is like too much PDA for me. I could not, I could not deal. Yeah. Love and lust. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Well, and going back to, I'm just like stuck on this hotel that I completely forgot about. Um, (laughs) But again, like when we look at their composite, for me, I like didn't, I didn't find nothing like in their synastry was really exciting to me, but their composite was more interesting. Um. So like their sun, moon and Mercury in their composite chart are in Capricorn. So um, I, like I was saying that to this this to Tasha before we started recording, but, you know, that kind of like said a lot to me because when I was looking at their separate charts, there wasn't really that much that was like, wow, this is an everlasting couple or this is like a really dynamic relationship. Um, but this Capricorn, sun, moon, Mercury, well, really just the sun and moon kind of just shows that they're like in it to win it together. Um And they're really just, like, going to put in the effort to build this relationship. I don't know why hospitality made me think of that. I think because it's just such a grueling industry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you definitely need a lot of stamina to be in hospitality. And also, their communication, I don't know if, like, you were looking at this in their synastry, but, like, the Mm. Libra Pisces, Mm -hmm. it just 
seemed like so wishy-washy to me on both ends. Like, how are they really like this watery from him, his end, like a super emotional, deep communication thing. And then Libra is just kind of this like airy, superficial. It just seems very opposite to me and like not like next but then when we see again like that mercury and capricorn it's like okay but they're like willing to put in the work to make this work to communicate together to like communicate about building for the future which again just goes back to like them like that venus thing those opposing venuses like wanting to build that 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 life together yeah, I mean, to go back to your um, Libra Pisces, like, yeah, it's definitely in conjunct. It's definitely a little, I guess, maybe it's like communication also that they are kind of working through. Um, you kind of do, I feel like, see that there is a little more commonality maybe on the same axis just because in Simon's chart that, Piscean energy kind of answers to is Jupiter and Aries. Um, so almost like that opposites, but same type of understanding. And if your goals are aligned, you can work the communication out type of energy. Hmm. Interesting yeah. thought. Interesting thought. Speaking of Mercury's, I feel like Alex's Mercury in Libra just says so much about her time on Housewives, just in riding the fence, trying to find harmony, like amongst all these people who are not looking <laughs> for the opposite of any piece. Yeah. I mean, do you remember that whole like, um, what was it? She was like the messenger, like play oh. messenger. And, yeah. Like, that was so weird. That was so awkward and funny. Um, and like, she was like almost breaking out of hives a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it it was just it just showed how uncomfortable she was it was just it wasn't it was classic it was amazing um but you know now that knowing that she has her venus in scorpio kind of like ruling that sun in libra mercury in libra i don't know i feel like everything just has a little more layered depth to what she's doing even though she has like a hard time actually executing it <laughs> Like, the way she chose to go about that, like, publicly, not off to the side, you know what I mean? Like, just, this was, like, it was just, it added another layer to um, her feeling, like, I don't know, she was, like, strategizing with Bethany or, like, being on Bethany's side or, like, really, oblig oh, you know, her sad mood, she thought she was doing, like, the right thing and this is the best way to go about it. Well, really I was helpful. also thinking like her North Node's in Capricorn. So I feel like that's her trying to step into being an authority or like being mm -hmm. someone of authority, being someone mm -hmm. to respect and look up to in this group and not just this like Libran pushover. Um, mm -hmm. But it was just in this like awkward way where the sea goat is just trying to figure out how to use its fin to like navigate out of the water and on the rocks. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, I'm glad you brought up the Capricorn North because it is also interesting how her and Simon have opposing nodes, right? Yes. Like, I traditionally, love yeah, it's like uh, balance each other out, like evolutionarily speaking, even. Um, and they can help each other get to where they need to go together, um, which is right. really, really lovely. Really, really, really lovely stuff. And you can kind of, I mean, you do end up seeing it. It is a testament to how long they've been together and how seemingly, I mean, this is just obviously based on Instagram and, you know, who knows what Instagram portrays. But, I mean, it's so cute. He's, like, basically saying how much he misses Alex while she's filming in Morocco. Like, really, really, like, oh, very Pisces energy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. He's such a Pisces. Um, yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing about the North, uh, North node, South node and Capricorn and Cancer is the mm. composite point is Libra, which is like mm. them finding harmony, them finding balance within all of this. Again, like very different charts, not necessarily the most compatible chart wise, but between that like Capricorn energy and the Libra energy, it's like they're working to find balance. They're working to together and actually on their composite the jupiter is in pisces so even mm. though alex doesn't really have piscean energy like 
here the Jupiter like this and, and it's it's in um you know domicile Is mm-hmm. it anyway it's like very comfortable there um so it's like a great placement for Jupiter so I think that placement kind of helps her better understand his Piscean energy yeah definitely definitely I mean it's their trajectory is obviously so interesting right like they did a whole lot of like they were like trying to do a whole lot of stuff like very Libran things I feel like graphic design marketing like even with this hospitality thing right and then you know they left the show back in 2011 right after I guess they got fired from season after season four um and then they like moved to Australia shortly thereafter. Like there was like this whole thing. I think I had like an interview call where she was like, you know, when Simon and I moved to Australia, we both decided this was a time of like midlife reinvention. Um, and so ultimately, like Simon decided to go to law school and basically she decided to get a degree in psychology. And like it just seems like their lives have just so much more balance and like family and all that is kind of at the core of it. Um, and they're both still kind of living out beautiful expressions of their charts. Mm, totally. All right. So um, who who shall we jump to next? Well, we'll just go in order of uh, married longest to shortest. So Simon and Alex were married longest. So let's jump on over to Garrity and Russell. And this is like, this is such a cute couple. And the reason we wanted to cover them is because they've been together since, what was it, high school? Yeah, senior year of high school. Very long time, and which is just like so adorable. So how could we not cover them on our first um, Valentine's bonus episode? Yes. Also, I've been like very obsessed with Gertie's um, facial expressions in reaction oh, to everything yeah. that's been going on in Miami. Like, I'm so obsessed with it. Her Mercury's Sagittarius, and that's such a Sag thing to just like show it all in this very expressive way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Ne- and she has like Neptune. Like, I think, no, it, she is a Sag rising. I think that's right. Cause it's like all in that first house, like all like really really funny energy because we actually do i think have like her time um so she has neptune mercury and sag in the first so yeah she's a sag rising which is really cool lovely well yeah so that explains the expressions all over her face um (laughs) so when we're looking at their chart they have um russell's two months older than garrity so because of this they have the same north node pluto uranus and neptune but they have different saturns because saturn went retrograde so i like i love that for them um yeah definitely that saturn really i think shifts the flavor a little bit of both their charts um yeah yeah and also because of a retrograde mars garrity's mars retrograded to be right back on top of his so i also think that that was really interesting also, what I, like, really love about them, first of all, they got married during Scorpio season, I believe, like, November 16th, based on that announcement. And I'm like, it's just so funny because Russell is a Scorpio son, um, even though Gertie is a Capricorn son. She actually has a Scorpio moon. Um, and so, like, I really, really love that sun-moon synastry between the both of them. I feel like, you know she really can understand him um she has like this intuitive understanding of you know who he is and he in turn can you know potentially be comfortable being himself when he's with her um so i don't know for i mean as i just obviously love scorpio placements and scorpio love and had to call that out off the bat (laughs) yeah yeah and also like their sons are sextiling each other so on top of that it's like their sons are giving this really lovely supportive energy um and mm-hmm. it's Gertie's like a really good friendship aspect also there yeah. so Gertie's venus is sextiling his son so in the same way that like the moon and the sun are having that nice conversation and supporting energy um her venus and his son are kind of doing that same thing so yeah mm-hmm. she also has that her venus and sun like they're both conjunct in capricorn um, so like just even on like Gertie's side individually, right? Like I feel like there is like a commitment, there's um an investment 
type of an approach to love. Um, it's like very long haul type of energy on top of that Scorpio moon, right? Um, and, you know, with Russell, with that Scorpio sun and that Libra stellium, you know, he has his moon, Venus, Pluto and the North Node all in Libra. Um, and they're all like pretty close to each other. I feel like to me, that's just such a definitive, like, transformational love, transformational relationship type of bonding. Hmm. Yeah, and both of their Venuses are, like, placed nicely, um, just in, like, in relation in signs and everything. So they've got yeah. a lot going for them, really. Like, I've got, I've got a ton of notes on them. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm going to say them all, but it's just, like, there was just so much to look at with them and it's like you can see it uh and even if yeah like you do see it they go on that date together it was like so cute that they went on the date in the beach that he proposed to her and they go there every so often like it's nice and you can definitely see like they are in it for the long haul yeah he i mean he even made that proclamation i think right he's like reassuring her like i'm in it for the long haul like she's you know i'm trying to do better at this relationship like what am i doing you know what can i do better and i do think you see that trace of that saturn of her saturn in virgo um at zero degrees because you just said like it just retrograded back or something to me also with that scorpio moon there's like for on her side like a rumination um around the relationships and like a an eagerness to always like want to do better at it ultimately um so that check-in was really really cute i thought but actually you know what i realized too because of their nodes in aries and libra obviously and all this work that they're doing up front now headed into this eclipse cycle coming up mm. i do think it's like pretty reassuring to have that on tv I mean, watching it on TV, I guess. Like, we obviously don't know what happens behind closed doors. But to see sort of, like, groundwork being put around, you know, working on the relationship, evolving the relationship, addressing needs and balance, things like that. Very much Aries, Libra, Eclipse Cycle themes. Um, and, you know, we always we know that, you know, ultimately the work really does come ahead of an Eclipse Cycle. And the Eclipse Cycle is really meant to, you know, allow sort of changes to sweep over and kind of shift your life into higher vibration right ultimately so to see them do the work now and to see the eclipse season coming like I just feel really like I I'm rooting for them and I like just love um I just like love the commitment to growing and building together and also I mean he has his Jupiter in Cancer and even the way he approached that check-in conversation right like it's not just about us it's about the family and they were talking about them being in like this family funk um it's just i i appreciate like i really do appreciate seeing all this play out and i really love how it kind of is such a it just is so spot on with their charts yeah and like in their composite chart they're jupiter's in cancer so like really the family like mm -hmm. time and effort into the family unit is how they're going to expand and grow in their relationship. Um, I I kind of feel like the Aries Libra might like we might see Garrity kind of find more balance with work. Like we see that that's what the conversation's about. Like it seems mm -hmm. like Russell takes on a lot of the kind of at home parenting function. So I'm. That's that would be my surmising what this Aries Libra cycle might bring up for them, because, again, it's like normally when we see this with couples, we might think like, oh, no, things are about to get shaky. But again, as you just said, like we see them laying the like that groundwork, that foundation to keep things stable as we move into this cycle. So that will be mm -hmm. fun to keep an eye on. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um sidebar i also think it's really funny that he's a firefighter and he has like this fire loose fire trine like he has a neptune sag mars and leo and his south node and aries like all kind of forming a loose trine to each other and he also has like that scorpio sun uranus conjunction like to me like it's so interesting he has this it's like you you're a firefighter like with those placements in my mind you know so not to say like all firefighters have those but it's so fiery and there's like a facing of fears or facing challenges and like kind of being like a strong leader maybe imagery of like a hero and 
on like some sort of hero's journey, saving folks from the fire kind of really seems on brand with that. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's like, I'm glad you brought up that he's a firefighter because that like made me remember that. So like they, she, her Venus is in Capricorn and his is in Libra and Venus is like what we value. Um, And mm-hmm. And a lot of times Venus will tie into our work. So uh, like these are two cardinal signs. So they're both kind of like have this energy to push forward, to get, to go, to do, to achieve. Um, And we definitely see this playing out in both of their work lives because Gertie's like, as we can see, she values hard work. I mean, that's very Capricornian just in general. Um, Mm. She literally labels herself a workaholic but meanwhile russell who has also made it to the top of his field he's like the fire the the fire chief or something like that um Mm -hmm. he's made it to the top of his field but he's still found a very nice balance he works for 24 hours and then is off for 48 hours um so it's like it's very interesting that we see that play out so much in their work Mm -hmm. absolutely also, the, like, Russell wanting more sex was so funny when Gertie's like, three weeks, three times a week, is that not enough? And he's like, you could always more. I know, <laughs> I know. More. It's really nice seeing couples just, like, have these conversations. He seems, like, very patient, you know what I mean? Because, like, Gertie with her Jupiter in Gemini and, like, her Sag rising, like, she has a very, um, I feel like... Like, she's going to be very chatty. She says shit. It's, like, all very funny. And we all see that. And we love her for that, right? And he has, like, almost this more calm presence. Um, He doesn't really, like, I guess with all that Libra, it's not very earthy. But in some sense, he is, like, a a stabilizing unit Mm. also. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, in terms of their communication... When we're looking at their their Mercury placement, she's got Sagittarius, he has Scorpio. It's like, I kind of feel like this could be a horrible mixture. Um, And like when we look at the elements, fire and water don't generally mix. Um, Plus it's like a mutable and a fixed sign. So it's like not really, it doesn't seem great abstractly. However, um, Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter likes to go big. And Scorpio likes to go deep. So, like, I feel like mm-hmm. they're kind of both looking for the truth. It's just that the truth might not look the same, but that can actually lead to very interesting conversations. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was yeah. interesting to me. No, totally. I mean, you know, I think we, we've talked about this before, potentially, like, um, you know, subsequent signs or sequential signs in, like, the Zodiac kind of, you know have like that corrective element to the preceding sign and for them to have you know her mercury and sag his mercury and scorpio um sag comes after scorpio sag is kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel after sort of scorpio season almost imbuing um a little more lightness into your life so I almost wonder if that's like kind of also a role that she plays, you know, with that Mercury and Scorpio can kind of get into like a very brooding, very, in you know, rumination. And it's very loyal and very, um, but it can get very internal and inside. And I think the Mercury inside can kind of pull it out. So, and I feel like you do end up seeing that too. Like she's always like, you know, planning or like more exuberant and he's just, you know, okay, cool. Yeah. We'll talk and chill and we'll be here. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, and like, honestly, I would love to be a fly on the wall with like a fight of theirs. Um, Mm -hmm. Because number one, it like, I don't know, again, like we're only seeing what we see on the cameras and things go on behind the closed doors, but they don't really seem like they're getting in a ton of fights or like super argumentative, even just in their communication styles so Mm -hmm. and like with their mars conjunct in leo Mm -hmm. being retrograde and his being direct i just Mm -hmm. think it would be really interesting and like maybe that's where like it seems like garrity's head of household but maybe that's where we see that like russell truly is king at the end of the day like that mars and leo um Mm -hmm. like maybe like when he roars it's like that's it you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. 
I, it's so funny how like, you know, you can kind of look at um, a similar placement and have like told, you know, I was kind of going off the impression that like, because they're Mar Mars and Leo's are conjunct. Um, and as you said, Gertie's is more internal. It's like um, her recognition comes from within a little more than his and not to say like they don't but with retrograde energy right is it like a more internal um way of going about it and it might not necessarily appear the same way and I think she also even sort of I think she was also in that same like conversation when they're at the beach like such a I guess significant conversation um she had said like oh basically you know you and the kids have like your thing and you guys are like the cool or like you have your cool interests together and like she has to like try hard and so you know maybe there is some truth to um what you're saying about maybe he's at home and maybe he takes a larger presence but I don't necessarily ne I would not necessarily agree if that he's maybe the one like ultimately roaring per se I almost feel like they divide their div responsibility so that they can share the attention equally in their relationship. In no, totally. No, I agree with you on that. I'm just saying specifically when it comes to fighting, I feel like, and often we see this with the silent ones, right? It's like when mm. they finally speak up, like, that's it. It's like, okay, I see that, especially in Leo. It's like, this is important to you. This is something that you very much care about. Your ego is tied to this thing, like... I understand, especially being a Leo herself. And like, I understand. And yes, like I will like kind of like she compromises for him. Uh, like, again, just a just like mm -hmm. a that just jumped out to me that maybe that might be a thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the last thing I like wanted to say really about or at least on my end um, before we move on to another couple is. What I really like, too, is that he's got his son on her Uranus. Um, I wonder if, like, he also in some way gives her the... It's, like, an interesting thing, like, son on Uranus, like, enables freedom, maybe, or um, shows how to be... Shows a different way to be free, or, like... Either way, like for them to have that son Uranus, I think that independence and space in the relationships also like like the freedom to do your own thing is pretty significant. Um Yeah. Especially because of that Uranus conjunction. And 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 vice versa. Like his Uranus is like conjunct her moon almost too. So there is like that very, very strong committed but independent type of energy. I love I love that. And it's interesting because when we look at the composite chart, the sun, mm -hmm. Mercury and Venus are all in Sagittarius. So it just mm -hmm. kind of like backs that up even further that um, like independence and just kind of being able to go out and e explore and then come back and share. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like really important to both of them. And I love that. And then yeah. Yeah, so, like the last thing I had is just when we look at their Jupiters again, like Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter, um, mm. their individual Jupiters, hers is in Gemini, his is in Cancer. His Jupiter is trining her moon in Scorpio. So um, Scorpio goes deep. So this can like it just kind of to me just kind of like it puts a like a a period dot, as Chanel Ion would say, on that yeah, yeah. love, just like his Jupiter expanding her emotions. Yeah. Oh, I love that interpretation. Also, you said Jupiter and Cancer for her and um, Jupiter and Cancer for him and Jupiter and Gemini for her. It just it's also so cute that they do those weekly family nights, you know, as like their way of really um, having fun and celebrating and like really enjoying family time I just think like Gemini with games and cancer family like that's like a really lovely way that that energy like kind of worked out for both of them too totally oh I love that mm -hmm. I also Aww. love game night so like I I would want that I want family yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah like oh I like I honestly like really do love like the way their chart is set up like there is enough there is enough like healthy tension if you will um but there's also so many just like really really supportive and flowing elements and you know I just I think like you do end up seeing like this very very long-standing couple lasting and like you see that on camera like I just really love their energy and I like I just I stand them so hard 
Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so moving on to our next yes. Oh. we have Candy and Todd. OMG. Ah. OG era. OG era. Not that Candy's like from the first season, but she's like basically an OG, <laughs> right? Yeah, Candy's basically an OG. Todd came along a little later, although he actually is OG because he was producing, That's I think, true. from the beginning. So That's true. he might be more OG than Candy, actually, because he might have been producing before she got on. That is so funny. But they met what? <laughs> They met in like the on that Africa trip, right? yes, Um yes. Oh, what a love story. I know. That is you know, I have to say, I have to say, I feel like you and I talk about this a lot. And like Candy and Todd are so interesting to me because like when I was binging the show and like the earlier seasons, I I can't say I was like totally into them as a couple. Like I just, you know, they didn't really like, I was just like, okay, whatever. But obviously like seeing them work through stuff and seeing them come out on the other side right now and are like fucking thriving, I think is just like such a testament to how they're both working with each other and their charts. And like also now looking at their charts, I'm like, oh my God, it just like makes so much more sense. And there's just so much more context. Um, around their relationship I feel like Definitely. And like, yeah, as you kind of just said, like they're committed. But what like mm hmm think back to the Africa trip, like how wild is it that that witch doctor or shaman or I'm, I don't remember what he his term was for himself. But like he threw the bones and then mm he hmm was like, your husband is here. And it Ugh. seemed like the most like bullshit random answer. And it ended up being the most spot on Thing. like that was so crazy to me <laughs> i loved that but um what i found interesting about their charts is that they had a lot of energy that's like i feel like energy that pushes the other which i think we also see in their relationship so whether it's things squaring each other or things being cardinal or things being um kind of like that sequential sign energy that Tasha was talking about where it kind of may seem counterintuitive, but it kind of expands or like builds on. And I saw a lot of that in their chart. So like that to me, it was like, okay, I understand. Because it's again, like we see, they just kind of come up against like a lot of it, like struggles, a lot of struggles. Um, you know, whether it's Mama Joyce or... you know, candy working too much or not working enough or like just all these things and they're big things. These are not small things, but they work through it. Um, and I guess they're like growing through it. So, Mm yeah. hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, off the bat, right? You like have. Candy with her son in Taurus and you have Todd with his son in Leo. I mean, you have like that fixed sign, um, an elemental square just innate to who they are. Um, and so it does take a little more work, right? Like for Leo to maybe put the ego aside, maybe put the ego of the couple at the forefront. Maybe, you know, with Taurus, it's like, oh, there needs to be more depth and loyal. Like Taurus is a very loyal, but obviously like there needs to be an understanding of other people's needs and how you like are working with them um and also like their moons square <laughs> moon Right. in capricorn for candy todd has his libra moon i mean there's just so much tension in their big in their sun moon combination like right off the bat right so to your point it is gonna take um and that's the thing there's no bad or good aspects in a chart it's just very much how you integrate the energies and oftentimes like the greatest growing does come from these quote unquote um, harder aspects like squares and opposition. So you definitely see, definitely see the growth, definitely see also the glow up of the relationship um, into what it is now. Um, Yeah, also, and like, sorry, yeah. just going back to the suns, like, they, Yeah. like Taurus and Leo, they're both really strong suns, and they both like the finer things. They both like to kind of be the authority or the person seemingly in charge. Uh, even like, oh my God, I love.
I, we're like we're binging housewives right or sorry of oh, duh housewives we're binging jersey right now mm-hmm. and like the thing that jennifer said about the the neck being what turns the head and like the neck is torres like it just like that to me is so very torrin um and but- the voice too kenny and her singing right exactly so it's like they both have these really strong personalities and you see them kind of clash head to head um and then with the like with as you again mentioned the cardinal moons so it's like i just i just feel like it's like uh sorry with with these cardinal moons like Mm -hmm. you can see this with all their shared projects that they have going to again together they like they value getting things going um mm-hmm. they're, they're always starting new projects and creating and building and that's very capricorn libra capricorn like creating building libra also creating um just being ruled by venus and mm-hmm. i thought it interesting because like kind of at the end of the day candy is the main provider um so like again very capricornian and todd is looking to find more balance between them financially as like you know kind of wants to be more of the head of households in that stereotypical um way so i just feel like that that dynamic so perfectly speaks to her capricorn moon his libra moon it's like you just see that you see all of this just playing out so much when you watch it basically is what i'm trying to say (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i mean it's also really funny you mentioned that like i didn't put this two and two together but i guess yeah like they're if his libra moon and candy's taurus sun like technically like there is a very strong venusian component to the both of them they both are very creative with each other um and like i think it's now also getting reflected in the nature of the projects that they're ending up on um what i thought was like really interesting and i think kind of like summarizes also sort of his capricorn north node cancer south node um and also oh my gosh you know how we were just talking about how like oh like you have the clip cycle coming up and like how one type of like it doesn't necessarily mean bad or good it just depends on like the work you put in ultimately when they were going through like their marriage stuff um and when they like that episode aired and you know where i think he was basically saying like i figured um it would make everyone else happy i don't do the shit i like to do like production and tv and film like i was able to become a business entity that makes a lot of money that was all happening during that like cancer capricorn eclipse cycle and that was hitting his nodes and like to tie that in with like his moon in libra it's like that always like i'm doing everything for everyone else i feel like i'm deferring um and you know he's like really staking his claim like i want like and that was in response to like candy like working a lot um and like doing all her ventures so like i just wonder i feel like there has been like a progression in terms of like how they come together and do things now and he like executive produces like candy coded live um he also just had like a movie that he came out with i think literally like a few like this month really mm-hmm. um so i feel like he's getting to do more of the types of things he wants to do um in like and that eclipse cycle was like really, really helpful in allowing him and them to really articulate um, and assess the status of their marriage in order to shift it into a higher alignment. When clearly, like they're reaping all the success and abundance right now. Right, you said that was the which eclipse cycle? Capricorn Cancer. The same eclipse cycle that um, undid Erica Girardi's marriage. Oh. <laughs> well, you can see, right, how like there's like a one can work out one way, one works out the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Candy uh, and Todd have a, well, I guess Todd. Todd has a lot of cancer energy in general. Uh, I was wondering if he might have been like a cancer rising at some point, but like that was just like a... I could because he's like always in his feels a little bit too. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't know. I just he already has so much cancer. I feel like it might be 
something else, but um, they're also Saturn in Cancer. Well, I, that's what so. I was going to say. So, like, both yeah. of the Saturns are in Cancer, um, mm. and his is at zero degrees. Mm. Um, so, like, well, first of all, that like, just says a lot about him in general. But at, like mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. together, it, it's like family is going to be a place that's provides support but also can restrict you and i feel like you really see that with todd um mm-hmm. he wants more freedom we've kind of already talked about this um mm-hmm. candy candy like freely gets to roam around and do what she wants um but both of them can't really be the wandering parents so then he's relegated to the house and then he sometimes becomes bitter about it um which is yeah um and then like when we look at his mercury which is also in cancer i feel like then that uh, i feel like and we've seen this with them like their communication is not necessarily the best which clearly they work through it like they they get there eventually Mm -hmm. but yeah because her mercury is also in gemini right and like i'm a gemini you're a cancer and Mm. like i find personally like as a gemini just moving through the world who has i'm a gemini sun i have a gemini mercury and i do find it difficult to connect with cancers we're coming from very two different places um gemini's just basically aren't coming from a place of emotion and cancers are being driven by that so i think we see this also play out where candy just wants to be kind of like left to do her own thing and todd wants her to think more about the family like cutting back giving others more of her time and energy allowing him to do these things uh yeah but again clearly they work through it (laughs) yeah definitely i mean i i wonder if like there's an element of the way she goes about providing that is like so tied to you know that like south node in taurus for her um just because she has that like taurian build up and on top of that it's like emphasizing your south node so with taurus sometimes it can be like materiality resources like never having enough resources right um and how that ultimately you know how many how much do you really need yeah but i think yeah i agree with you and but then when we look at her taurus uh the taurus sun with that Taurus South Node and her mm-hmm. moon in Capricorn, it's a deadly mix because she mm-hmm. just wants to be able to provide for everyone. She's always talking about mm-hmm. how she takes care of like this cousin and that aunt and her mom mm-hmm. and the blah blah blah. So it's like in order to keep providing that nourishment for her moon in the way that she's used to doing, because that can be channeled in other ways, but that's what mm-hmm. she found gratifying. Um she needs to keep working because otherwise she can't pay all those people's bills and she can't support all those people and she can't provide that stability. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. And you know, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, wow, this seems like like they've really had such a, such a, like a hill to climb between mm-hmm. like what has physically gone on in their lives. And then when we're looking at their charts, it's like, okay, there's a lot of tension here again. Um, but then I looked to Mars, uh, which we look to for like sex. And I was like, damn, they must have really fucking spicy sex. And yeah, for sure. Is what makes all of this okay at the end of the day, I feel like, because her her Mars is in Leo, his Mars is in Aries. They're both fire Mars. Um, we also know like Candy just has this reputation. Um yeah yeah like and her being like her leo in this placement and her being known as someone who's proud of displaying their sexuality it just makes so much sense whereas like todd's not necessarily a showman but you can see he's here for it and what it means for him which is like a very aries thing her being this hypersexual woman means he's getting a lot of amazing fucking sex (laughs) i i would say like because he's a leo son he's still pretty you know pretty much (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty like I don't think you can kind of say that without for Leo especially, but I agree it is like a romping good time. I'm yeah, sure a romping good time. A romping good time sponsored by Candy Coated Nights. Like I'm sure it's like I'm sure it's lit. <laughs> totally. And like their composite chart, their Sun and Venus, they're in Cancer. So at the end of the day, like they're all about family and the family they're creating together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Candy. And so, uh, well, that brings us to Lindsay and Carl, who are not Definitely. yet. Oh, my gosh. But soon to come. Soon to come. But they feel like they're, they've been together for a little, well, 
they also just recently got yeah that's yeah. but it's been building up for many many years and yes. uh i went back and listened to our summer house episode and we only talked about their suns and moons there so we just wanted to go a little mm-hmm. deeper yeah and thought this would be fun also because summer house is back omg um and i missed Lindsay and carl in winter house i mean like, obviously their visit was interesting but i like just miss Lindsay's and carl's presence in the house as like staples so i'm excited for summer house yeah i like carl but sometimes i do forget about him in the house he gets like <laughs> a little even before well, he's drinking it has nothing to do with the drinking like uh he's just like a kind of silent presence in the background but like a very um amazing one stable dude love him <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i mean that's so aquarian right because like let me be a part of the party but like not let me be in the center of the spotlight and that's like Lindsay's role <laughs> yeah 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 um so well that brings us to they both have fixed suns hers is leo his is aquarius uh, yeah same same with candy but different flavors right <laughs> yeah and i like i think this is interesting because like you know with a fixed sign and also with candy and todd like we're seeing these couples kind of get together later in life so to speak not really later in life mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. like a chicken couple um mm-hmm. and when we're thinking of a fixed sign it's like they're yeah. in it like once you commit this is it we're gonna put in the work we're gonna like yeah not, definitely they're not going anywhere um and then especially like in their composite their saturn mm-hmm. scorpio and saturn's about commitment and like so in scorpio it's like this, i do see this as a a lasting deep relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i oh, obviously i love when you meant when you talk about scorpio it's like any any reason your love language. <laughs> it is my love language talking about scorpio energy um but what i noticed was carl oh my gosh he's finishing up his nodal return in taurus and scorpio mm. um and like i think it totally makes sense that he and Lindsay got engaged during this cycle like we talked about this briefly on our previous summer house episode i think they also got like engaged on like a new moon in virgo or something like it's just their relationship yeah like really tracks honestly and like you know to go back to that saturn and scorpio like for carl i think there was such a call to work on his intimacy and vulnerability which you know involves a lot of reflection focus like the discipline to actually do so and ultimately with Scorpio energy you know I think people sometimes might forget but you're also ultimately looking to share that vulnerability with someone it's like a very duo sign it's like very similar to the Libra side of things it's almost like we want the Libra relationship but we want the depth that comes with it as well that we can feel safe in so um I think because Lindsay also has a Scorpio moon that works really lovely in helping him sort of feel emotionally safe potentially and feeling like he is able to break down his walls and um it came over time though I mean they tried this out like earlier on like this relationship yeah which is also so interesting mm-hmm. it's I love a good like come back to each other because we're meant to be together type of energy um yeah I'm kind of blanking because like I it's like sounding familiar but I'm I'm like how did someone get away from Lindsay without her completely just cutting them out of her life because I feel like Lindsay Mm -hmm. you know with those big emotions um, yeah yeah she also has I don't even remember how that ended or like how it wasn't a really bad thing was she it was very chaotic it was very chaotic at the end (laughs) I think I don't remember. damn I should have gone back and anyway um yeah it was like it, it's just you know it's just nice to see that they've both like also grown and matured individually and like come together but did maintain that friendship ultimately like I that's what that's the thing like I do think there was something always there yeah um and I do think that you know even like they were both lower vibration versions of themselves right at that point in time like I think Carl Mays was still drinking even at that point um this is like very early early on and so now you kind of see them together and it's like oh oh my god I had like a note when when she posted that 
Instagram posts on like her engagement and she had her caption that's saying never give up on that fairy tale kind of love mm-hmm. I fucking died I'm like Carl has a Venus and Mars conjunction in Pisces like yeah Pisces yeah and it's literally fairy tale romance type of energy and also Carl's Venus and Mars in Pisces conjuncts her Jupiter in Pisces like it's just oh you know what? I should have saved like it's so romantic for this one. I, this is very cute and romantic. That is very cute. That is <laughs> very cute. And again, we see like the moon is in their composite is Capricorn. So like they're like just more they're they're here for it. It this is it. Mm-hmm. it yeah. And oh, Rad House, I think, is like how they're choosing to. I think that's the hashtag for them. Um they seem to actually also be getting married in this upcoming Aries Libra eclipse, which is again very divine yeah, timing. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Lindsay has her Venus in Libra along with her North and South node. Also, I think it's funny as fuck that like of all the couples we picked before we even understood like their placements and things like that, all of them like almost have like something to do with this upcoming Aries Libra eclipse. That is really funny. Is that not? And like Carl also has an Aries moon. I'm like, yeah, it was meant to be. It was, it was very meant to. It's like very, very funny. Astrology just fucking rules you all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. Oh, what I actually also found interesting was Carl has like got a lot of sextile aspects in his chart. Did you notice that? Like. His Saturn and South Node in Scorpio is sextiling his, like, Mercury and Jupiter and Cap. And that Jupiter and Mercury and Cap is also then sextiling his Mars and Venus and Pisces. Like, they're all very linked, mm. ultimately. Commitment. I noticed that. I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't really look at the natal charts separately. I kind of just looked at Sinistry and Composite. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, see, also for, like, people who are listening, like, eh, this is why, like, astrology is so beautiful. And that's why, like, sometimes there's not even a straightforward answer, like, if you go to an astrologer, it's like, am I compatible with this person? It's like, well, how do you like kind of want to approach it? <laughs> yeah. It's it's never ending. And every astrologer will tell you something completely different. Every uh, astrologer will tell you something completely different. That is that is absolutely it's true. All true. And it's all true. So it's like and it's all true, yeah. It's it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> or the bane of someone else's existence, depending on your outlook. Um, yes definitely definitely yes. Okay, so going back to their placements um yes, yes. so okay I loved their mercury placement um mm-hmm. which I actually I found it interesting because hers is in cancer his is in Capricorn they're squaring each other again this can cause some oh, no. opposition right cancer and Capricorn oh yes yes correct correct um can cause some tension still uh, <laughs> Uh, but I actually think that they have pretty good communication. So actually that, thank you for pointing out it's an opposition and not a square because that has kind of an easier, it's got more ease. Um, yeah, I feel like, they, but I feel like they get each other, right? Too, because Cancer Capricorn are like also working towards feeling safe in family. Like, I think they're both looking for family in each other. And I mean, everyone does, but. Well, yes. They, and, they, sorry. Yeah. So that was my no, ultimate no. point. Which is that, like, I just think it's so cute that it's, like, the she's the sign of the mother and he's kind of the sign of the, well, grandfather, but father. Um, <laughs> like, these these signs are just so committed to family and providing for family in different ways. So, like, in that sense of communication, um, of creating a family together, I actually think, yeah, again, sister signs versus a square. Like, this is actually a really lovely energy. Um mm-hmm yeah it's also really lovely that carl's aries moon is like sitting on top of her north node in aries um and i almost like see that reflected in the way she kind of joins carl on this sobriety journey as you will um his moon sort of like offering this nurturing guide and showing her there's like a different path to her evolutionary benefit she gets to be more confident more herself like she's I think said like she feels better in her body than she's ever felt like there's just so much care for self ultimately that he's teaching her um 
which I also really love. Because I think sometimes, too, with the Mercury in Cancer and the Venus in Libra, like the way Lindsay's chart is set up, and, and you do see this on Summer House, right? She, like, was always, always looking for love and looking for relationship and was, like, always a hopeless romantic. And it was so much about the other, maybe not as much about the self. Um, and even in moments when she was pursuing the self, it was all about the other as well. Um, and now it feels like there's a grounding force that allows her to actually really focus on herself which i think is super beautiful mm, yeah i do i love that yeah oh, i love like okay i like i don't know how we end i really because i'm normally not the kind to like end up picking like happy and like not happy but like you know what i mean like all these couples are like so lovely and like happy and like or at least they seem like I just love their, all their sinistry together. I really do. Um, well, and yeah, I mean, we picked couples that are still together, which, like, I feel like once you go on a reality <laughs> television show, if anything's going to break you, it's going to be that after a year or two. So, right. Yeah. The yeah. Fact yeah. That these couples, uh, well, I guess like Garrity and Russell are kind of new, but uh, the rest of these, it's like they've been put through the ringer. Even Lindsay and yeah. Paul, like, they. Yeah. They've been through it individually and as a couple. So it's like, uh, I feel like if they can make it through this, they can kind of make it through anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm just like so excited to see like how their wedding's going to turn out. I hope Rachel do does the flowers for this wedding. I feel like I hope there's a summer house taping of this wedding. Like I need this wedding out, honestly. I just, I just, I'm so invested in them. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm actually, I'm really interested to see Summer House with them as a couple because, like, mm-hmm. okay, we know Lindsay. Lindsay is gonna get into arguments. It's just gonna happen. Like, she's, yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like, I want to see them get into a fight and how that's resolved. Like, okay, fine, we've seen it before, but now they're a couple and now they're committed and now this is like mm-hmm. a new. It's a different evolution of their relationship. So it's like, and mm-hmm. I feel like their fights, it could be possibly pretty intense. Um, yeah, they're had, they both have Mars ruled moons. Yeah, Mars ruled moons. And then mm-hmm. her Mars is in Capricorn. So like uh, authority and it's retrograde. Mm-hmm. This is in Pisces. So it's like a watery Mars, never really great. Um, but, 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 but. Uh, hold on but the thing is like carl also has like the compassion to deal with maybe a more aggressive front coming from Lindsay, potentially right like with the way that that mars moon energy is set up like pisces is very much compassion even though it can be like spacey type of energy but it is also working from a place of like how can we unify how can i build compassion knowing you you know you're coming at me from a place of this versus like it you know what i mean like i think yeah. I can see that working like that too for them. Yeah, I think I think kind of similar to Todd and Candy, but in a different mm. way in their chart. Like they have maybe explosive fights because like her Jupiter is right on his Mars Venus conjunction. So like mm-hmm. I'm thinking big fights, but again, also great makeup sex. <laughs> I feel like that could also, especially with Lindsay, like Lindsay seems to be someone who like like really benefits from touch and love in that way. Even with, like, we saw it with, what was that guy's name? I've already forgotten because he doesn't matter anymore. Stevie? No. Oh, my gosh. Make me a sandwich. Yes! <laughs> Why can't I remember make me a sandwich? Oh, what's his name? Yes. I know. Stravi. Stravi. Yes. Even with him, it's like if he just gave her more sex, she probably would have just kept going on in that relationship. So, anyway, I just feel like... Um, <laughs> I feel like, and may, I like maybe that's the Venus in Libra, you know? It's like this, just like very like Venusian. Um, yeah, she wants like Jupiter and Pisces, just like touch me, feel me, Moon in Scorpio, let's go deep, Sun in Leo, adore me. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like that just kind of resets her. Oh, and she also actually does have a fire trine Sun, Uranus, and the North Node. So, Oh, very, very combustible, very take charge, very fiery. Honestly, like A plus material also for reality TV. Oh, yeah. She gives, <laughs> gives, and gives. She really gives. Oh, but that is, I think, all I also had to say. I don't want to like go crazy, but I, I just, oh, I love, I love Carl and Lindsay. I like love their story. Um, 
I'm excited to see it track with further lunations. Um, I don't know. I'm a, yeah. I think just, you know, truly like the last point like I want to make is ultimately like every couple that we picked in terms of like the longevity, their synastry, except maybe for like Gertie and Russell, because I think theirs is like really, really like on a different level sometimes. But everyone else's, everyone else's synastry had elements like maybe quote unquote challenging elements, maybe not so straightforward elements, but Obviously, like you kind of see the perseverance and maintenance and evolution of how these relationships can work with each other um, into this like long form commitment that we all, I think, want. Right. Ultimately, um, I love that. I love yeah. that because really all that says is like if your charts don't necessarily look compatible, that really doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't right. mean that it's not going to be like an everlasting relationship. Right that's also why composite charts are really nice because it's like it's one thing to look at how your planets are interacting with each other but like what is your relationship's soul you know and like that that can give a whole different flavor to what you're seeing kind of like with Alex and Simon we saw that so again some relationships might have easier flows than others but ultimately love does conquer all and all that to say, like, there's a million different types of love and there's not one formula. So love away. Love away. Love away. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Or Galentine's Day or Singles Day or whatever. If you don't celebrate, you know, hope you at least enjoy the astrology about this all. Yes, I don't celebrate, but I love having a holiday to make an episode about. <laughs> yes, we celebrated for the content. <laughs> yes, yes. And speaking of content, don't forget to follow along wherever you're listening to this. And also follow us on Instagram at The Cosmic Clubhouse. <laughs>